Nanzwa is reading you, rich in the shaveta, rich in the tiwia, rich in the tiwia. Nanzwa is reading you, rich in the shaveta, rich in the tiwia, rich in the tiwia. We're in the middle of a series of devotions where we're exploring the questions that God asks. And this week, we've perched on uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 9, where God comes to Adam uh, and he has sinned and he asks Adam, you know, where are you? Where are you? Uh, and it says, um, and we've looked at how God is 
This question is redeeming, uh, it's revealing, uh, it's, 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 it's relevant. But there's something interesting there. It says, um, but the Lord God called to men and said, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, who told you that? Who told you? What is that thing that has informed you that I do not want to walk with you anymore, that I don't love you, that I don't cover you anymore? I think the first thing there that we need to know is the enemy is constantly doing this. The, the conversation that Adam had had with the enemy before then, it informed because the enemy does that. Uh, it's J.A. Packer who said, um, this is what the enemy did in Genesis chapter 3. It says, number one, he, if you see what he did, it says, will you surely die? Um, number one, he, he, he played down God's goodness. First of all, it's like, oh, God took away this fruit from me. Why would God do this, right? So this is what the enemy did to them. This is what the enemy told them. It says, who told you? But Adam had been told by the enemy in very subtle ways. Because here's what the enemy does. The enemy tempts and condemns. Here's what I mean. Condemnation is the enemy saying, you have sinned. He plays up God's judgment and plays down his love. That, oh, the wrath of God will be revealed. Oh, God is unhappy with you and stuff like that. In fact, most people, if I stand up in church, let's say we're sitting in church on a Sunday morning, and I stand up and say, God is happy with you. Most of you would think I'm talking to the person who's next to you. But if I get up and say, God is unhappy with you, most of you would think he's not talking to anyone else but me. Right? Because that's what the enemy does. He plays up God's wrath and he plays down God's love. That's what condemnation is. But he also tempts us. This is what temptation is. He plays up God's love and he plays down his wrath. See, God loves you. You can get away with anything you want. Sin has no consequence. You can do anything. So on one end, he plays up his love. He plays up his wrath. That is judgmental. He's not going to accept you. And then on the other end, he plays up, you know, his love and plays down his wrath. And yet the Bible says, God was full, Jesus was full of grace and truth. And grace and truth, we actually experience it in this question, because grace came and redeemed the man. But the truth is that there were consequences of sin, that our God is full of grace. Our, uh, his truth is so high, the standard of his truth is so high, that he doesn't lower them for anyone. Adam went and gave excuses, said, oh, this is what happened with my wife. He didn't say, oh, it was the wife. Oh, it was the first time that you met the devil. Oh, oh, I know the fruit was attractive. He didn't, his truth stood. And the consequences were filling them up to today. His truth standard is so high that he doesn't lower them for anyone. But his standard of grace is so low that he doesn't raise them for anyone. The bar for grace is extremely low. <laughs> That anyone, regardless of what they've done, is welcome. And I think this question reveals that God, through the person of Jesus Christ, is full of grace. 
but it's also full of truth. God bless you. Mm-hmm.